the guy. I don't want your fucking vomit. Get off my goddamn lawn. Hey, you guys want to see this bottle of glue that I got? Yeah, you <laughs> Did your Beyonce hear that? No, uh, she didn't. That's the present I got her for Christmas because she a said bottle she wanted of a horse, so I got her a little horse. Um, and then she got me a deer ornament for the tree that says to fill your 2022 hunting tag. Because I'm marrying a fucking comedian. <laughs> 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 Jokes on you! I'm gonna melt this horse into a fucking Elmer's glue bottle with a lighter. Yeah, it's gonna be like, oh, how'd you get all the boot and ears to stick together? I melted your horse down. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, hello and welcome to the Tire Preference Podcast. We also don't support horses being turned into glue, either. But I mean, you know, use every part of the animal. Yeah, but we don't want to be wasteful and like, good shit. Yeah, I don't know if they do that anymore. I don't think so. They've just taken all the good shit away. They took away our fucking lead paint, our asbestos tiles, and our fucking horse glue. I saw an ad for cigarettes that had asbestos in them. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about F1. So, welcome to the Tire Preference Podcast. We are back again for another week of news because we're still still in the black hole of the off season yeah well at least soon we got like car reveals we can talk about yes and preseason testing that's coming up uh faster than you think yep so it's coming up like faster than lewis hamilton and max for staffing going into cops corner yeah 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 Mm -hmm. yeah 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 it's coming up faster about than that? Max Verstappen on that last lap at uh, Abu Dhabi. It's going faster than um, Max Verstappen's girlfriend from Kvyat Kev, uh, to yeah. Max Verstappen after Kvyat was no longer an F1 driver. I like the memes where it's like she's <laughs> on the phone. Because her and Danny Kvyat have a daughter together. I did <laughs> so not know all these, that. <laughs> there's all these memes of like... Uh, her like when Max won the championship, he's like, "Hey, Daniel, yeah, no plans changed. Can you keep our daughter tonight, please?" Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's gonna be kind of weird, like, like growing up, being like, "My dad has a Red Bull racing suit in his closet. My stepdad has a Red Bull racing suit in oh, his I'm... closet, and my mom's boyfriend <laughs> has a racing suit in his." Red Bull racing suit in this closet. Yeah, that yeah. was a little. You mean like the grandfather? No, I meant like Kavia Verstappen and whoever the hell else she's banging when Verstappen stops racing. It's your third place, dude. You can't no, You went there, dude. <laughs> What the fuck is your problem? We're in the midst of recording. I don't want Dave to cut out crossing like, You remember that part in Rush Hour when uh, Chris Tucker's in the goddamn Chinese food place and he's like, waves the waitress over here, smells the food, then waves her off? <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Hey, camel and hump. What is this? It's camel's hump. This is grease. It's just a bucket of grease. Box of grease. <laughs> <laughs> we don't got no soul food here. What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> Just like, like that. <laughs> he's my half brother. I'm black and he's. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna do another rush hour movie. Yeah, I heard about that. 
So, um, <laughs> this hitting... is not a, a sports entertainment. This is not. This is... <laughs> We're trying to keep her on the rails here, all right? But we got some pretty wide stanced uh, training wheels because we need them. Yeah, we started, we logged on to begin recording an hour ago, and we are just starting to record. Oh, no, record. Only, only about 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've had a lot of sidetrack. Some mm-hmm. in the artistic world, some in the speaking world, but. <laughs> Others were the. <laughs> <laughs> Shunned away. <laughs> that was her plate of food she made herself food and offered it wasn't like she was offering this food for me i went no you her food get that smith Get your get your fucking sleep, your fucking ramble food away from me. I don't want to eat your goddamn street food. <laughs> That's not I better. Want, I don't want to eat that peasant shit. <laughs> peasant get it out of my fucking try it again. Get it out of my fucking face. <laughs> those uh, generic chips. Get the fuck out of here with those. <laughs> That's my lovely fiance, and I appreciate everything <laughs> she does. Good save. (laughs) 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 Moving on again. Um, I am. We haven't even gotten to the introductions. (laughs) Yeah. So coming off. um, Most of you already know, but for the new people that don't, I'm Jake. I'm here with Tyler and Dave. Tyler, say hi. Hello. Hello. No, and but, we're uh, no. you know. <laughs> struggling over there. <laughs> I know. We all we'll get it together. So, we'll get it together. Um, yeah. I'm Dave. <laughs> <laughs> She's trying not to laugh. Yeah. He's like the guy trying to so, act again, so uh, at the bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I cannot. No, I've already thought of three things I want to say. But we're not going to get sidetracked. So. Uh, yeah, uh, well, 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 welcome again to the fucking the sixth time I'm going to say this in the last 10 minutes with the tire preference podcast. We're here to talk about Formula One and Formula One shit. We're in the off season, which sucks dicks, but uh, not that there's anything wrong with that. It's 2023, but uh, we're here to talk to you about the new stories anyway. I mean, if that's your thing, that's your thing. So getting to there's like, I'm going to level with you audience, uh, there's not a lot going on. There ain't much going down in Formula it, One. When Jake Googled like F1 news and it links him to, which is something we're going to break down a little later, but it's like <clears throat> links you to a quiz of, oh, what F1 team pair are you most excited about? And it's like, yeah, it's, that's where we're at in the offseason. There's fuck all going on. <laughs> yeah. It's we're going to gossip like, about the teams. The cool thing is, it's like, <clears throat> Like during a race season, if there's an off week, there's always something. Ooh, yeah. Whose contract's getting canceled? Right. Who's this new sponsor? Who's getting an engine upgrade? And this time of year, it's like, uh, I just want to fucking watch a race. Yeah. <laughs> this this part only, like the only, th- just the over closest thing to this is the summer break. I would I would even say the summer break is more boring than the off season because yeah. everyone is on vacation. 
No one's yeah. training. No one's building more shit. They're just on vacation. So we get photos of George Russell in Africa because that's kind of, you know, that's what he likes to do. We get pictures of Tribotas riding his bicycle because that's what he likes to do. And then again, you get videos of Max Verstappen rage quitting a video game because it glitched on him. (laughs) I guess also, but this is the sport that we follow and pay attention to, so we're bitching because this sucks, but at the same time, if you think about it, like, the F1 offseason is about the length of an NFL regular season. Right. So we don't have much to complain about because we get to watch racing for most of the year. Yeah. You know, it's it's weird because, like, I never really paid too much attention to football. I just watched it when, like, our dad had it on or whatever. And it just felt like the season went for a long time. But it don't. It yeah, it goes from, quick. like, August until February. Yeah, what do they play like? What twenty games? If that sixteen, the like sixteen. They're, well, there's seventeen weeks, so sixteen regular season games. Yeah, that's so fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's four well, months. This of, is of football. Four months of yeah, football. This is four, yeah, this is four. Yeah, this is four. Anywho, um, Jake, with the news, if there is with any, the news. There, there's a couple of things, a couple of things to uh, talk about. We're going to jump into right here. Um, so, the new Ferrari team boss, Vasseur, he uh, had Leclerc and Sainz out with their 2021 car going around. I think it was Mugello, but I don't know for sure. It was it was a Ferrari home track, but there's a bunch a bunch of them. Oh shit, hold on. I just had that pulled Murano up. Yeah. or something. I don't it wasn't it wasn't Monza or Amola, which are also Ferrari home tracks. It was something else. Fiorano, yeah. Yeah, Fiorano. So <clears throat> they uh they did that. They did uh you know some wet weather testing. I think Leclerc did like 170 something laps and uh the sewer was talking very highly he's, you know he's talking about how he thinks that uh th- this is like a new more determined Leclerc there was already doing really good driving the car I mean it's got to be said it's like he pretty much he's carried F1 fucking... to the second place finish or for yeah. Ferrari to the second place finish last year it's yeah. true I mean him on the track like oh he's doing amazing and they had the fastest pit times and it was incredible and their strategy was great and they were the only fucking people on the track so it's like just seems like oh his car was really quick yeah no one else out there to compare it to well just imagine if like <laughs> right right well this is also a car from two years ago track. true <clears throat> yeah well he didn't because the car caught on fire wait but uh (laughs) hold on no what happened in testing that didn't happen oh nothing nothing happened they they, everything was fine god nothing would make like tank your season (laughs) but it wouldn't have been a stretch but especially carlos signs if you're testing a two-year-old car and it fucking caught fire (laughs) one thing that vesuer was saying um a lot was he Fuck. he is going to have a much different <laughs> yeah he, but he's going to have a much different approach to uh, team dynamics and how to run the team than Matteo Benito so yeah. Matteo Benito was very much head. like he we need to um, 
just do the best we can, continue to make improvements, and as long as we just do the best we can and improve where we need to, we'll be on top. He goes, that's fucking dumb. We're going to the top, and we're going to get there. And so he's like, we're not shooting for the best we can. We're shooting for first place because we're one of the top teams, and why the fuck wouldn't we be shooting for first place? And he's also been it said from like the second he walked in he's just been asking for film and uh, data sheets and shit about uh all the fucked up pit stops and strategy calls that were fucking fucked up and all that shit so it sounds like he might come in like hard-headed you guys you like fuck you fuck you fuck you you're <laughs> out of here you you're fucking cool you can say He's going to keep the people that work and he's going to fire the people that don't like the fucking pitch strategist and make Ferrari a well, champion team. I mean, they finished some, second place in the some of that, uh, yeah. constructors last year. So some of that yeah, shit needs the to happen. Losers. Um, <clears throat> no, first you are right. Worst, second is the best. Not in F, not in racing, not in no. Um, I know. I think that's good because that <clears throat> I think was like, um, Probably a downfall that we had seen for Ferrari over the last few years is just very poor pit strategy. And um, you would see them, I don't know what it was. It was continuously happening. Like they, it wasn't like one bad pit call at one race, it was continuous. And then, well, it was um, also like the inconsistency too. Yeah. Like they would have a race where they were on it pit stop wise and strategy wise, it was okay. And then even with driver input, they would still kind of fuck it up. Well, and that's what I was like kind of getting to is the driver input because the beginning of the season, they were like, you have to do this. You have to do this. You're coming up for these tires. And then it got to the point where, you know, even we said in the podcast once you need to, you need to ask the drivers what's going on. They're mm-hmm. in the car. If you have a driver, like, you know, someone's got the experience of Lewis Hamilton saying, look, my tires might be dog shit. But I'm doing well. I'm posting good lap times. I can handle these tires. And you have a driver that, that can say and do that. And I'm sure Leclerc's in that boat too. You might not have the experience that Lewis Hamilton has, but he has experience driving this fucking Ferrari car. <clears throat> yeah. And um But my point is if 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 you're saying come in to get these tires and he goes, No, I'm good, I can do another lap, I can gain time, and they're like, You god hand him into the pits and he fu- and it fucks everything, that sucks dicks. And then you go come completely far left from that and you go oh just tell us what to do you're so fucking smart you tell you make all the pitch strategies and all that shit do you want to come in this time and it's like dude i know how the car fucking feels you have access to a thousand like three quarters of a million sensors on the goddamn car you can tell me what the car is fucking acting i'll give you input i'm another yeah. sensor think of a human the driver's another sensor yeah there's no none of those sensors <clears throat> sense how the car feels feels right it's just like you know they could see tire wear but <clears throat> i think that's good because they also have like a um a team of engineers back at their home base that are working on strategy and stuff where like okay how do we do this how do we make this work okay the tires are still good we think at this pace he might have this much time left on it you know they could mm-hmm. they could be engineers as i like to call them they're incredibly smart people and then problem solve that right um right but i hope that they learn that whatever they were doing or whoever was behind the problem solving just wasn't fucking doing it because we saw all season long their pitch strategy was just awful it's just there was no 
there was strategy there, but it just was not. It was the wrong it was strategy. Just, it was consistently. Wrong. It was right. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I don't know. It was it, the logistics of all that are baffling to me, though, on how they can remotely have a team of people in their headquarters, with, like having data in real time and like feeding back shit to the racetrack. That's un- yeah. unbelievable. And I think it's over headsets, too. I don't think it's not like they're texting back and forth or IMing or anything like that. Sorry for the hard cut right there. I just had very odd internet issue. I uh, lost all connection and we have no idea uh, exactly where we left off. So, but we were talking something about <clears throat> Ferrari doing dog shit on their uh, pitch strategy. I think I mentioned that, um, you know, there was one race, one or two races where they really fucking nailed it. And I, I don't know if they nailed it or they got lucky, but they just fucking did it. And other than that, the pitch strategy was always three or four steps behind. It just seemed like. Yeah, and it was consistent. It's like you could almost count on it happening every race. Yeah, it was like I remember, <clears throat> I remember when we were doing predictions for the next race, and it was Ferrari's going to fuck their pitch strategy. Wild <laughs> yeah. card, wild card is Ferrari does not fuck their pitch strategy. Up. Yeah, yeah. Ferrari nails their pitch strategy. <laughs> well, I hope that all the changes are um, are good. I'd like to see Ferrari. Um, I just, I don't know. It's been Mercedes and Red Bull for so long, and as a Red Bull fan, I would, I would like to see a close title fight and to see maybe Max unseated. This um, will be the fifteenth season since Ferrari's had a championship. Oh, too many, too many. That's a big, that's a big number. But at the same time, maybe all four of those guys lose, and it's like McLaren season. All three of those guys. It could be. Um, the McLaren released a video of. Zach Brown and um, Piastri and the new guy that's working with them. And uh, oh, they're a uh, new uh, principal driver. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Oh. Principal. yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, Stella, Stella Artois, yeah, Andrea Stella. <laughs> Watching the uh, thing. no Lando Norris in that video, which is a little interesting. Well, yeah, it's newbie day. It's like when you get yeah. hired at work, and they have to watch all the like. Welcome to McLaren. We're right. so excited to have you yeah. on board. And there's like somebody walking around with like an apron that says McLaren on it, and they're stacking empty boxes and shit. <laughs> that are like, uh, um, Zach Brown's having a like a new puppy syndrome. Where like Lando Norris, the old dog, has to sleep on the floor now because the new puppy Piastri's like in bed with Zach. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> He's Zach like, keeps like floating around. <laughs> like, this is our new. <laughs> oh hey, Lando, can you ride in the SUV behind us? It's kind of rude. It's kind of crowded in here. Yeah, <laughs> there's you just... and Piastri in here, and it's a limo. And Stella gets into. Meet... I thought it was crowded. <laughs> Yeah, ride me fucking the Yeah, just meet us at the racetrack. Can you, yeah, get your own Uber there, maybe low profile. Yeah. You know, what about my McLaren car? Yeah, we we're, we're gonna use it, so we'll see you there. Be there in a little bit. Everything's <laughs> gets, cool. Everything's fine. He gets into his McLaren. The sheets adjusted help because I think Piastri's taller than him. <laughs> so he's like, <laughs> who is driving my car? <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, they show he's like walking to the race and he bumps into Daniel Ricardo and he goes, Hey, yeah. Walking, huh? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Know the feeling. <laughs> At least your oh, name man. still says driver on it. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Reserved. Reserved. Yours doesn't have an R on it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're just a backup driver. Yeah, I'm a backup driver for Red Bull. I'm a fucking. I'm about to do donuts in the middle of a town square somewhere. Right. What are you gonna do? Oh, you're walking to a race. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> It's not your McLaren anymore. It's the McLaren. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, getting back to the Ferrari thing, just um, to make the final point on it. Um, or I, I'd like Tyler was saying, I, I'm excited to see what the season has to offer. I'm, I'm thinking the, uh, the, the shift in the hierarchy is going to be good things. Although I thought the same thing when Matteo showed up. So who the fuck knows? Yeah, we'll see. I think, I think Viser is <laughs> going to bring that, uh, positive energy though that dude's he's he's like liked by his team right. you know he's a yeah. likable guy and i i think uh that's gonna help because benito he just seemed like he was so soft-spoken and just kind of just seemed kind of cold and well and like the last two team principals ferrari's had matteo benito and the guy before especially the guy before him they just look like the kind of person like on the weekend <clears throat> is like you know in like a a thin white button-up t-shirt and white slacks with no shoes, no socks, <laughs> walking in his, you know, perfectly manicured lawn in his fucking mansion on some lake in Italy and shit. And he's like got Mozart playing and he's fucking doodling race cars in his fucking thing. And his wife brings Eating out olives. some Chateau Brujeau, you know. And yeah, he's like, or he's on the phone, like walking through the grass with a bottle of wine, just kind of casually talking. Just, yeah, casually F1. talking. And Vassor looks like he gets his food out of the goddamn garbage. <laughs> it looks like he's fucking like in the underworld. Yeah, he's on the streets. <laughs> looks like he's a cross a between fucking, Dana uh... DeVito and the guy that trained Rocky in the first two movies. <laughs> hey, Rock. <laughs> you gotta be faster than Greek lightning. <laughs> you gotta hit him in a steam engine. <laughs> You chopped the tree down at the base, Rock. Yeah. I don't know how many years I have at Ferrari, so I'm going to get real weird with this. <laughs> oh, fuck. So it'll be a good. Yeah. So they hired face. a raccoon. That's cool. That's great. Right, he's, yeah. like, he's sleep deprived and has very dark bags under his eyes. <laughs> He's constantly, you know, uh, carrying around a bottle of Pinot Noir and a fucking baguette. Yeah, he's just like, he's just constantly wine drunken on Xanax because of like (laughs) the fucking shit show he inherited. (laughs) I need my blue bars. Give me my fucking blues. Bring mama blues. And bring her a pack of marm too. (laughs) I need my fucking Uh, heat rods. (laughs) Yeah. I think I'll turn it around. I think it'll turn around. It'll, oh, it'll, yeah. I think it'll be positive. Yeah, he's you know he's here, we just described him as a bomb who's just taking Xanax and Marv's and drinking wine. She's about to join a multi-level marketing scheme. She's gonna <laughs> yeah. be she's skyrocketed to the top. She's gonna get this figured out. He's gonna get this. He's like he's like fuck yeah. People are gonna want to buy my shit. They're gonna buy into this. I'm gonna be fucking rich. I'm gonna change the world. I'm gonna be a mogul. It's, it's better like, than going to Costco every day, just waiting for there to be a spill on the floor to slip in it and get your settlement. Yeah, it's like being hand- he's being handed the reins of Enron basically, and people are like, "Good luck, Halliburton, like, run it away." Yeah, exactly.
Right now, we're going to keep on rolling with this news train. Um, so Alfa Romeo has appointed, uh, I'm going to butcher this fucking name. It's Alesta. Uh, let's see. Al S. Sandro. Alessandro. Alessandro. Where the fuck you find the tall cans? A little something. God, I'm fucking jealous of the West Coast. <laughs> At the convenience store. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess we should talk about what we're drinking because Tyler's got me all fucking hot and bothered over here. <laughs> I've had a little some something in a long time. It's quite delicious. I, so you can buy the six packs, good. but I like drinking tall boys. I could buy six of these and I'd have a six pack too. How much are they? Fuck, I don't know. Oh, well, when I went to the convenience store, this beer, the last beer I drank, and a candy bar were $9. Not bad, mm. actually. I remember at 7-Eleven back home years ago, you could buy Lagunitas Cappuccino Stout. It was like a 9% stout. It was like 4 bucks at a 7-Eleven. Oh, no, no, so good. <clears throat> they're barely carrying stouts like in the tall boys in stores. Now. No it's one ever paid. carries stouts, really. It's like you get four packs and they're a thousand dollars a piece. Yeah. <laughs> stouts all IPAs are out here, baby. It's all IPAs everywhere you go. Yeah, That's all anyone I... wants anymore is fucking IPAs. Well, yeah, what's the, the problem with that? that is it's the easiest to make and you can vary it out so many different ways. It's not the easiest to the... make, it's the easiest to drink. There's no, there's yeah. no, more, it's not more. I don't see, like yes, that's probably great for like bars and breweries. Actually, like, oh my gosh, there's this beer that people will drink. They'll get fucked up. They'll buy more drinks. They'll buy food versus like, oh, let's buy, sell something like a meal and a cup. Like you go to the breweries, you can still fucking corporate stuff. sellouts, man. <clears throat> Some of us like drinking stouts, butt, man. Some of us like drinking stouts. Like I like drinking stouts. I don't think you've drank a single stout on this podcast. I know. I say, you say that all the time. What yeah, are you drinking? Two podcasts. Ago, I love I had a, uh... Oh, Elysian, Space Dust IPA, a little something something ale. So, like, it was like two podcasts ago. I had a Lagunita Special Reserve barrel aged stout that was like 11% or something like that. And I think oh, even yeah, a few more podcasts that. before that, I was drinking a uh, Goose Ooh. Island. Bourbon County Stout. So go fuck yourself. I'm drinking the IPAs because I want tall boys and they're easy to find because that's all anyone makes nowadays is pale ales. It kind of makes me happy you're drinking IPAs because I remember when you didn't like them. Well, I still, I so I I will um, say I do love fucking IPA, man. That shit, just the hoppiness. Love it. It's my go-to. Right, I do like them, but I prefer stouts. And if I had the choice between um, this and a stout, I would definitely choose uh, the stout. Love a good stuff, though, too. Dave, what are you drinking? Reggae man. I've never yeah, seen yeah. that in a can before. Yep. It's a pint cans, too. That's what's awesome. <clears throat> Only $11 well, got... down here in Florida. I've got a Voodoo Ranger. So I got the Lagunitas little something, something uh, much to uh, the irritation of uh, Jake. Yep. All right. So that's what we covered. Let's get on to uh, Alessandro. Uh, Alessandro. Alessandro. That was the weakest what? beer segment we've ever done, but yeah. we'll move on. It's a little late in the game. We're just kind of glossing over. Uh, Are you talking about Jake? Some guy named uh, Aluni. Isn't that Aluni. who Lady Gaga was talking about? Alejandro. Yeah, 
Yeah. This is Alessandro. 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 So is he driving for Ferrari? No, he's not. He is Italian, though. So he is uh, a team representative to Alfa Romeo. And I think this is going to carry until the uh, Audi switch. Like, I think he'll be there on the Audi team because this was picked by um, that guy we were talking about. What's Seidel? Ed Audi, the founder of Audi, chose right. himself. Ed Audi. <laughs> Ed Audi. <laughs> Michael Audi. Yeah. <laughs> Sebastian Audi. You might not know this, but Audi was created from four different car companies way back in the day. That's why they have four rings in their uh, symbol. They each represents oh, one sure. of the uh, car companies that came together to, to form Audi. Oh wow! I thought I it was because that. one of their people was almost an Olympian, so they kind of had the Olympic rings. Mm, yeah, it's, they always do remind me of the Olympic rings. Yeah, they're just well, missing the two on the bottom. Quite, yeah, not quite, hmm. not not almost. It's but like enough, Apple enough to rings. not get picked up on a copyright copyright infringement. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, this so this guy's going to be what they call a team representative. So. He and two others are going to be dividing the role of team principal up into three different sections. So this dude is going to be handling press conferences and being on the pit wall during races. So he's going to be like, you know, up there with Christian Horner and like Total Wolf and all this shit and on pit wall. And the well, other Toto two Wolf's people in the garage, he never goes whatever. Up on the pit wall. Um, yeah, not even. yeah, he's he's a garage guy now. But point is, so this guy, so ignore that then. This guy is going to be, uh, <laughs> wasn't important at all. This guy's going to be on the pit wall and talking in press conferences like Total Wolf does. The and face. this guy and, and two other people are going to be handling a lot of the behind the scenes shit. So it'll make them focus on, you know, one third of the business of running an F1 team instead of. Well, it's, I mean, it's kind of a good idea. You got. You're spreading out. You got different ideas coming in, and brainstorming really helps there. And then you got one guy taking care of, you know, press and shit like that. So mm-hmm. that lets the other guys focus on team car, right? But anyone that's worked with like a group of people know that this is it, going. The, you're floating a thin wire with this. It, like, you, <laughs> yeah, it can this could go bad. This could yeah, go this way go. bad. Yeah. <laughs> This could be terrible. It, it could go great. You never know. Sure. If you got a great team and no one's treating the other one like a stepping stone to try and get in a better position somewhere else, and they're all just yeah. working cohesively to make the team the best team in the world, works fucking great. But if you got people that are trying to compete with each other while trying to work cooperatively, it will never fucking yeah. work. And what sucks is people see... are people, and that's just the way it's going to be. Yeah. Like the, the passive-aggressive argument that they have with the media where it's just like, well... If only the team would do better in right. this sense, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once they start playing the blame game, it's uh, game over for that scenario. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's going to be like the, the snake eating itself. Yep. But, I mean, it could prove fruitful if they can work together and, and, and you know, put team first. So, see what happens. Yeah. It might be interesting yeah. to watch. So we're going to move on now uh, to kind of what Tyler was saying at the very top of the of the podcast. 
and that's the you know which driver pair that there's some quiz on f1 it's like oh <laughs> which which driver pairings to be the best in the world you can vote for it we're just going to talk about the driver pairings because why would we vote for just one we can vote for all of them and talk about yeah them like moving yeah. forward <laughs> rate your top driver pairing from by team from one through ten right exactly for your chance to get a shout out on our social media thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I want to see them do it. Like, okay, like we have twelve slots. Right, your top twelve teams out of ten. So you can <laughs> just be like, you can put a space between like one team space and then Austin Martin, <laughs> <laughs> because Austin Martin needs a lot of space on the track. Yeah, yeah, no they shit. Don't like to use the space. The tracks are pretty wide, but one Lance Stroll doesn't know that. Space. Yeah. yeah. I'm number one driver. So let's start with that team because um, Lance Stroll did run into his now teammate, Fernando Alonso, in the American Grand Prix at Coda. So. I love how Alonso... Alonso would have been on the radio if it was anybody else who just lit this, like, his was that, pursuit. Was that when he launched him and almost yes. sent him airborne? Yeah. Well, he yeah. was, yeah, it was almost airborne. Those front tires were off. He was seeing clouds. I say, yeah, he did he a pop a wheelie. wheelie for a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, longest so time like, on two wheels that F1 cars ever had. <laughs> so if it was anybody else, Alonso put on the radio, fucking screaming, "Fuck this! This this person does not know how to drive." When that's bad accent, but you know what yeah. I mean. Um, and <laughs> yeah, um, it was a good Alonso though. Yeah, yeah, and um, but because it's his future teammate and the son of the team owner, it was just dead silence. And I'm sure there was a moment of like. Oh no! He a moment he, of realization was, of of Alonso going. Fuck. No, he was <laughs> no. he was talking crazy shit. He just didn't hit that uh, radio <laughs> yeah. button to be a fly in the helmet. <laughs> yeah, I no know, shit. Right? Oh, did you see? Uh, real quick, here's another fun news story that that popped up. Uh, ESPN has got approval to put helmet cams at every single driver, like in oh, the helmet yeah. cams. I forgot. I sent you guys that like a couple yeah. weeks ago, I think. Yeah. And I totally forgot about that. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is going to be pretty cool because you'll get yeah. perspective on everybody instead of just maybe one or two racers per right. race or it's whatever. Too bad they didn't do it last season to just like see Nicholas Latifi and nothing around him. <laughs> <laughs> well, but yeah, I mean, the one thing that Nicholas Latifi saw more than anything else was the blue flag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is absolutely true and hilarious. All right, so you guys, let's talk about Lance Stroll and Fernando Alonso. What do you think the team dynamics going to be for this season coming up? Oh, I give Alonso. Let's two keep in mind. Seasons. Let's keep in mind that uh, Fernando Alonso and Lawrence Stroll are actually kind of buddy buddy. They're yeah, they're friends. So they're friends. This is going to be weird. Fucking they they watch two like, seasons. They smoke cigars and watch stag films together. And Alonzo is like one of those, he's a force coming in. He has a lot to say and a lot of influence. And like Lance, he's just got dad. So it's going to (laughs) be very interesting to see how this goes down. I give it two fucking seasons before he's just like... You know what? Honestly, I think maybe it might be uh, Lawrence's attempt to fucking smack Lance around and shape him up, get him in order. Well, if Lawrence wants to smack Lance around, he just uses... His hand. Well, yeah, he would have made he would have made him the reserve driver. <laughs> like I put towels on my knuckles so I won't show any 
marks on your face. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Don't take your helmet off at the press conferences. <laughs> He's That's like, you're gonna do funny. everything I say, and but he grabs his helmet funny. and shakes it up and down. He's like, Yes, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a, yes, dad, I will. Mm-hmm. It's like Lawrence like mimicking his voice. <laughs> well, we'll see. I don't know. This is gonna be an interesting uh season to watch that for sure. <laughs> see how that all goes down. I think it will because they, they've had a couple of tussles on the track. Uh Lance definitely wants to nope. win because he's Wow. Because he wants his dad's approval. He wants his dad's approval. <laughs> Fernando wants to win because he wants everyone's approval. He just wants to prove that you can be the oldest guy on the track and still win. He's got that fire, that passion. So I want to, I, I wish that they could do like helmet to helmet communications where it's just like they're on a straightaway. And Lance's like, I'm going to pass you, Fernando. And he's just like, Lance, I'm going to tell you something your dad's never told you before. I'm proud of you. And then <laughs> I'm just say, I love like... you. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you're a good racing driver. <laughs> yeah. He loses it and fucking crashes. Uh, I think that like having helmet, helmet, helmet to helmet communication, but it's like a proximity thing. You're gonna be within three seconds of the car around you. <laughs> yeah, that would get fucking crazy would, on the first. Would so you have the like, drivers can, can talk can, like, shit to each other coming in like halfway through a sentence and like someone's like yeah that guy's a fucking cunt <laughs> it's like who are you talking about <laughs> oh no one <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's like as someone's coming in for like a pass on turn one or whatever and you're like like only fucking dicks pass here only fucking yeah. sweaty ball gooch is past here <laughs> like you get past like oh, you fucking sweaty ball gooch <laughs> The fucking like the fucking starting grid, <laughs> the starting grid would sound like a Call of Duty like uh, lobby, lobby online, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking circa 2010. <laughs> oh man, dude, have you guys ever watched like those uh, mic'd up hockey? Uh, yeah, oh uh, dude, it would be like that. Those guys yeah. have just they have the same mouths. It's hilarious. <laughs> so, That'd be so funny. Oh, look, fucking daddy's boy's over there trying to make a pass on turn one. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> hey, daddy's boy, why don't you get just get the fuck out of the way? Let me pass you now so it's not embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> I love it how you guys immediately yeah, look, went to Shorzy. Yeah. Yeah. Shorzy's the only guy that drives a car's dad ball form on and off the track. <laughs> Christ, Shogun, you, I thought you were Nicholas Latifi. Get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> Lance Stroll's the only person that's the wish version of from goddamn self. <clears throat> he must feel pretty high and mighty following Max for stabbing so close, but then feel really bummed knowing he's a lap ahead of you. <laughs> Why don't you give your fucking throttle a tug? <laughs> <laughs> you incest, <Perfect>. baby. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Tutu. Yeah. <laughs> Tutu's are watching you, Tutu's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> right. So, uh, moving on, let's do Kevin Mag- Magnuson and Nico Hukenberg. I'm excited for this. I'm excited to see the Hulk back in full time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited because of you know him and Nico. Well, him and uh, Kevin. Nico Hulkenberg and Kevin Magison have had back and forth in media. Bit of a rocky, yeah. You know, 
I think uh, um, there was an incident and Nico came up and called Kevin a wanker and Kevin. No, he said uh, still the most uh, disrespectful man in racing oh, yeah. or something like that. And he mm-hmm. said, suck my balls, mate. Yeah, suck my balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which apparently like I had read a news story a, long, a little while ago about what it was like after that and i guess they said like oh yeah we ran into each other in the airport and it it wasn't yeah they're completely forgot about it you know yeah they're still that's just the shit that happens on the racetrack but they're i mean they're gonna get along as teammates i think they'll be fine they'll race hard against each other but they'll also be good teammates i think they'll be fine this is work this is like you getting pissed yeah. off at your work coworker and be like, "You're a fucking lazy sack of shit." You will go fuck yourself, you know. And then like the next day, you know, you guys are cool because you got it yeah, out. You guys are friends by like the next break, you know. Mm-hmm. That's like, yeah. yeah, you got to work together still. So mm-hmm. let's keep things as smooth as we can. Right. Yeah, I, I think that you know they'll do well. Hosses. Yeah, and all, yeah, and I've I've read a thing that yeah they've hashed all their shit out. I mean they don't they never really had a thing anyway. Like I said, it was just right. on the track things happen yeah. and then funny things happen and it, afterwards. And it happened to be caught by cameras, so everyone saw it. Was just it. funny because Hulkenberg came right up while he was getting interviewed. And did it? So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, I think that, so. That I'm excited also for. Um, some more. I want some more Gunther Steiner content. I want him to be like the, yeah. the guy they talk to. Like, I would sure. I want to hear Ferraris and I want to hear Christian Horner and all this fucking people talk, you know, during the race and all that while the race is happening. But I really want to hear Gunther Steiner talk. Yeah, I want to like hear, you favorite. know, like when like Max will get like heated on the radio or something and like Christian Horner will come on and say something. I want to mm. hear that, but <clears throat> it's Gunther Steiner, right. <clears throat> <clears throat> <laughs> Neither of you are fucking Mick, so quit driving <laughs> like it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, with Nikita Mazaspin, two drivers. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> Mick, yeah. Nikita Mazaspin, Christ. Yeah. We I look thought... like fucking bankers. <laughs> I thought we Such got rid banker. of Nikita last year. Fuck. I am really excited for that new season of Drive to Survive. I don't know why. I know it's like I've already seen the season. I know what happens. They're gonna over dramatize shit. It's just gonna piss me off. But yeah, I'm still yeah. anxious to see it too. It's gonna be like the <laughs> what was it like Lewis Hamilton's 10 second penalty that was like 45 seconds yeah, long. 45 seconds. It was yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> so let's talk and about. Then, well, they, they did the same thing with uh, Grosjean's fire. They turned that yeah. into like. <laughs> Two and a half that minutes. Was, <laughs> he was in the fire for 15 minutes. I know. Like he only like, got second degree burns on his hands. Yeah, I think he was out of the car before the camera even panned over to it. Yeah. There was I, th- I think the like once once they panned over to it, you could see him like, you know, hip hopping around outside of the car. And they're like, oh my god, is he still in there? Anyhow. But anyway, so let's move on to another newcomer on a team. Talk about Logan Sargent and Alex Albon at Williams. Yeah, this one I'm really excited for because a it's an American driver for the first time since I've been a fan. Hell yeah, we're and, number uh, one. We're number one. <laughs> I just I just want to see him do, you know, decent. I don't want to see him go tits up and and just. Oh fuck! When you're you following know, up. <laughs> Like the performance that the goat Latibi, <laughs> yeah, goat TV. There, <laughs> yeah, the bar not, not a very... is set at a level that is yeah. really fucking easy to get over. Yeah, yeah. It's not like, I just yeah. hope he doesn't get like 
rookie, you know, just rookie bad luck or jitters or something to fuck over a season and just make them look well, bad. I I want to have good, well, just decent season. We're gonna have good. four. Well, we get some three, points. We're gonna have three rookies this season, so rookie of the yep. year is actually gonna have some contention. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Zhao Guan, you won it in a landslide this year. Yes, he did. He had all the votes because <laughs> <laughs> he was the only one. It is kind of fucking um, crazy to like be a rookie on your F1 season, right? And do well. You you finished with points in races. You also had the most violent crash yeah. in an entire fucking season. That was scary too, because we didn't even get to see what happened until a couple right. minutes later. Yeah, it, it was a long show time anything. for the yeah, that's gonna be an entire episode of yeah. uh, Drive to Survive right there. Oh yeah. Yeah, but talk Absolutely. about highs and lows on your first season of f1 yeah that's i mean that's an incredible story like he scored points in his first race has the most violent crash and then got rookie of the year like that's yeah uh, that's yeah that's, that's like that's a fucking legendary rookie season <laughs> that should be the uh, grand slam rookie season <laughs> right yeah points in a race rookie of the, rookie of the year and the most violent crash <laughs> that'd be so great it's if, like, like a gordy the- how hat trick <laughs> yeah, or like MXC where they come on <clears throat> and they're just like, it's um uh Martin Brundle's most painful eliminations of the day. <laughs> and you get like an extra point if you, it's like a, a one like point <clears throat> in the championship if you had like the saddest wreck or something. <laughs> George Russell. Yeah. Saddest retirement to the fucking thing. Just trying to be a good guy and he got eliminated. Oh yeah, man, yeah that was like, a bummer. Carlos signs like the day after he signs his contract and he wads the car up in the gravel like in the first <laughs> I in swear Italy. to God, that, that signature he put on that contract jinxed him because he started spinning out like crazy. He started DNFing. It was after he signed that. <laughs> it was extension. like he was a made man. Yeah, he got past the 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 probation period, so to speak, like at a job, you know. And you're yeah, like, yeah. Oh, oh, you're not. I'm past okay, that I ninety past... day probation period. Yeah, he turned in yeah. his prospect patch and was getting a full yeah. rocker. Fucking <laughs> 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 yeah, like laid the bike down. It's like, oh yeah, I'm a fucking made man. You know, I, I can do whatever the fuck. It means no one can fuck with you. <laughs> yeah, that did. That was like just happened to be the luck to just to fucking sign an extension two years oh you're made in the shade and then just tank the rest of the season it's like nah. yeah right it well so i think saw, that i saw a thing and it was because carlos signs it's carlos signs jr and carlos signs dad was a rally driver and it was something that was like he carlos still, is. still is yeah he just oh he still Dak, is no, he Dak, car rally this yeah that's right yeah fuck Dark yeah but it was like uh, Carlos Sainz Senior, King of the Gravel, and Carlos Sainz Junior, King of the Gravel. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, you know, I'm excited to see Logan start and Alex Albon. Alex Albon seems like a pretty chill dude. Doesn't seem like he's going to be too much of a dick. He, you know, it's a, no. it, it'll be a good stepping stone for uh, Sergeant to come in to uh, F1 yeah. with a team like that. Yeah, I, I think, feel like it's yeah. somebody he can race hard against, but also someone he can learn from and like be a good teammate and friend to, or who you know how Albon yeah. is. He's just he's a nice dude. Yeah. So, but he's gonna race you was, hard at the same time. You know, Albon's been in F one, and Albon has also been behind the wheel at like a front runner team too. Right. So I think that is a, you know, yeah, he didn't do so well at that team, but that's still a lot of experience that like yeah, that's, ex- that's experience points, man. 
Yeah, That's valuable resource. Name of the game. Valuable resource. Yes. So let's talk next about Alphatari. Yuki Sonoda and Nick DeVoe, <laughs> the other yeah. the last of the rookies yeah. this season. No, we have one more to talk about. No. Second of the yeah. last. Um, I'm excited to see what Nick DeVries can do in a full-time season. I think, um, yeah. the, he had one race this year and he killed it. Um, yeah, for a while, he's got he, the skill. He was outscoring, um, the goat. He was outscoring Go TV <laughs> for most of the, in the one race. He was <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I wonder if it was, that was the moment that Latifi was like, well, well, not I, only that. I think like, this what, is it. I think most I think, laps or something. I, I know. I think that his his <laughs> I know that I'm done forever is when he fucked up the track at um, Japan Suzuka. When oh he yeah, off that runway. The wrong like, turn. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Oh, what happened yeah. there is you fucking forgot the track layout. Jesus Christ. There was that statistic they said while DeVries was driving. He goes, Nick DeVries has led more laps, had more laps in the points in one race than Nicholas Latifi has in his entire career. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> so. But, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm excited. Yuki Sonoda's going to be number one driver at the team. Uh, Nick DeVries seemed like he had a pretty good talent. Although I still cannot not see him as the Zeppelin, Zeppelin. So we'll see yeah, what happens. Well, you know, yeah, but... and also there's that factor of uh, Sunoda and Gasly were like, I mean, they were like good buddy teammates. So right. we'll see how the dynamic is with him and DeVries and, and how he adjusts yeah. with the new well, teammate. Well, the other thing I think about is like uh, fucking Pierre Gasly was able to take that Alphatari and put it in the top five a couple times. Yeah. yeah. He won a race. He's a too, good driver. Yeah. He's a good driver man so if nick yeah. DeVries and, and sonoda can get the you know his fucking shit together because i think sonoda's got the talent he just freaks himself out so yeah. i think with yeah, those two he, he gets very like, emotional in his own head and yeah yeah i think um <clears throat> uh, alpatari is gonna have to be one of those sneaky teams that you just have to watch out for this season they could be a, a, one of the runners for best of the rest yeah we'll see it's, it's uh it's gonna be interesting to watch right yeah well, let's talk quickly about the last rookie team. Well, rookie on a team. We'll do Lando Norris and Oscar Piastri with McLaren. All right, McLaren. This one I'm I'm excited to see just because <laughs> I want to see what Zach Brown saw that I guess I didn't see. Why he would just boot Danny so quickly and uh, right. call in Piastri. I know Piastri's got talent. The dude was talked about for a while he what one f2 uh one or two years something like that so i mean i know the guy's got some skill but it's just weird that uh i just want i want to see how zach brown handles it with with how everything went down just it i don't know i felt like it was all kind of shady so we'll see we'll We'll see what happens the thing the other thing like i noticed is zach brown's acting with piastri just like he did when he had Norris. So if 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 he does have an eye for a certain type of talent and they end up having two Norrises on a team, McLaren, you got to fucking watch out for because yeah, he likes young boys. Oh god damn it. Oh uh, yeah, you did it. You went there. <laughs> You're not wrong. He traded in Landa Norris for Piastri. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's uh right. that's don't yeah. 
<laughs> you went there, Dave. We're just we're in the car with you. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> this can all be cut if but this is also gonna be a rabbit hole if we keep going. <laughs> yeah. We'll just move on. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> Fair get, enough. did that get too old for you? <laughs> <laughs> He's just it trying did. to groom the podcast. <laughs> <Call me Leo. laughs> this this podcast really mature for its age. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Nothing is safe. Yeah. So I think the next team we're going to talk about is Alfa Romeo. Valtteri Bottas and Zhao Guanyu. My cat just jumped on my shoulder. I don't know if you can hear her <laughs> purring in the microphone. Kind of can, yeah. Kind of got a little <laughs> <clears throat> shoulder cat. How? So I do like the dynamic of uh, Bottas and Guanyu. I mean, it doesn't seem like they're like great friends or anything, but I feel like they're good teammates. They probably they, are. Yeah. They don't. There's not a lot of. You know, you never heard of any like negative bickering and shit between the two, and they just right. went out race. You didn't see them like racing each other way too hard. Mm-hmm. You've never seen anything like that. So I, I kind of like that dynamic. I mean, obviously, Botas is the the veteran on the team, so he is the number your, one driver. He's your number one driver, and Guan Yu, he's I think he's got a lot of good good seasons to come. Rookie of the year wasn't an accident. No, so, uh, I, yeah. I I think I mean, we're going to see it. Kind of was because he was the only guy, yeah. but yeah, he, <laughs> he would have gotten no matter what. Well, you know what I mean. I think he had a great oh, season. The guy got points on his debut race, like you said, most epic crash of the season, and mm-hmm. got rookie yeah. of the year because he was the only rookie. But whatever. I mean, I the dude's got skill. He, he ended with more points than uh, uh, some of the other drivers who've been on the track for a while. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I think that they're gonna do good. They have a good dynamic. Um, Valtteri Botas is in a team that he can relax but be competitive in, and Zhao Guanyu is in a better team for jump starting your F1 career than, say, Williams or yeah, Russell yeah, Martin. That's true for sure. Yeah, <laughs> and, a little higher up on that midfield grid, yeah. And um, Botas was fairly. Decently competitive for a few races this season, especially in qualifying. Right. Um, so you're right. I think like he can relax because I definitely think there's like a lot of pressure on him at Mercedes. Mm. Um, Sorry, real quick. Can you hear this cat? No, you're good. Okay, good. I, I, yeah, with Mercedes, oh. he had, you know, you got your teammates, Lewis Hamilton. So there's just, it's pressure all the time. You 100%. Perform. Well, and you're at Mercedes, so. And, yeah, and like when he came into Mercedes, he was replacing a world champion to be teammates right. next to a multiple world champion. And mm-hmm. you know what? I think Botas had had the shit to be a world champion, but I think uh, team orders held him back a few times, and he's too good of a, he, he, he he's was a good a number good two teammate. guy. Yeah, but and I, I think he. He had the shit to be number one, I think, but you know that's that's past now. I hate saying this, but sometimes there is just really good number two guys. Sergio yeah. Perez, great Sergio number Perez, two guy, great number. Valtteri Bottas, Valtteri Bottas, great number two guy. He was too, but God, yeah. I, I just always thought he had the the shit to be the 
the guy, the right. world champion. If you, you know, he should have just kept the mustache. If he had kept the mustache, he probably would have got the world championship. <laughs> yeah, <I'm sure>. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. He's got a second career in like <clears throat> gravel uh racing so yeah no, of... you're gonna say like gravel supply like he's, yeah, no. gonna, he's gonna own his gravel company with his mustache yeah <laughs> he got out of racing and got into earth moving yeah, yeah he's also got sure. a cdl and could drive a dump truck <laughs> he's got a bumper truck to pump your shit tank you know on the weekend yeah, exactly so, no, so moving on of... yeah Getting on to another team, uh, let's talk about the France team, the most fr- the most French team in the fucking world. That's the man all kind of be out, guys. Lee, they race on... under a white, they race under yeah. a white flag, <laughs> racing for Renault or Alpine. <laughs> so yeah, all French. They always just finish second because they're gonna yeah. let the other guys win. <laughs> and this, I'm excited to. Although see Although they this did because... save our ass, and uh, what was it, the War of 1812? Okay, one no. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then we yeah. fucking saved their ass in World War Two. So I think like even Stevens. Mm-hmm. Forgive Look, me. Forget. All I'm saying is like, you know, if if you go through one entire world war and you go, okay, Germany came through here. Let's create the Maginot line where we're gonna make all our all our country's defenses on this one. 25 mile stretch of land in France and then wait for Germany to come here in 1939 and then Germany just goes ha we see your line and we're gonna go fucking around it come on man (laughs) why'd you put all your eggs in one basket let's get it that's what happened all of France's defenses on the Maginot line and they were waiting and if Germany had hit the Maginot line they probably would never have seen Paris but they said, "What if we just? What if we just went around?" And they're like, "That's fucking genius." And maybe France we'll do it. Had no maybe fucking we'll, idea. Maybe we'll do a Patreon episode of uh, World War Two, but drunk this is an World F1 War II history. Yeah, yeah. yeah, this is be, yeah it's I just, strange I just, history. Tales I only, that I only just Tyler devoted like a fucking a third of my current adult life <laughs> into hard studying World War Two, not it for happens. school, just for myself. So I think it's, it's, it's something like, happens once you hit like. 30 years old, you start getting this was really even before in World this War was II. when I was before in high school. This is like in middle school and elementary school. I was into this shit. I think it's just that you like you hit a certain point and then there's a war that you're just like, whoa. Right. And that's like, you know, that's it. Well, Everyone just has to be better if we just went back to World War II standards. Well, I mean, Jeez. World War II was that uh it, I mean, if you look at it back there it is one of those biggest good versus evil kind of things you know you had sure Hitler, it's star wars it, 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 yeah it's, it is it really there's no is. good wars though like everyone's like oh world war ii was the good war oh yeah sure. well you know yeah. what i mean yeah. it's, well, it's the good like... war was an entire genocide of a people in concentration camps and then we had to mm-hmm. use seven million tons of fucking bombs to right. fucking <laughs> so let's talk right, about we... <laughs> france esteban Ocon, pierre gasly <laughs> So they've had a bit of a fire between them. I think there's a natural rivalry there, both of them being Franz drivers. Yeah, well, that goes back to their karting days since they're regional, I'm sure. So a lot of French early driving karting incidents they had together. Right. Yeah, and Ocon's a fucking um, aggressive. He's a bit. He will aggressively defend his position against his teammates. Well, Um, it's kind of justified. He's had a bit of a shit time in F1. Yeah, yeah. But that being said, so he has um, to fight hard. This could be a saving face thing 
but I think it was like a New York Knicks game um, had like um, oh yeah I saw that Esteban Ocon, uh, Pierre Gasly, Gasly, and Charles Leclerc at it. Yeah, mm. which are these three French speaking drivers? Right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because they don't like I said. I have mean, their yeah, own there was, language in Monaco. I'm sure. I'm sure. Like. <laughs> He speaks Monaguish. <laughs> he speaks Italian, English, and fucking whatever. Esteban Ocon speaks like five languages, though. So, yeah, it beats hmm. me. I speak one poorly. So, I speak yeah. American. I got American. Um, I took uh, you know, Japanese in high school, but there's some Spanish I understand. Uh, I can say hello in German. I took French in <laughs> high school, but I know I, I know like a few phrases here and there. Yeah, you pick it. You pick stuff up. I, remember, so, I just know a lot of terrible things in Spanish. That's about right. <laughs> that's all you retain, really. So, uh, <laughs> move, and other yeah, no shit. It's the easiest thing to do to swear in other languages. So, I think I like I'm pretty excited. So, I think that Pierre Gasly is like <laughs> finally getting out from the shade of the uh Red, Red Bull, Bull umbrella yeah. and he's going to start doing big things with um, you know, stuff. I think so, especially it's with a do, team like, yeah. A team like Alpine, who I think will, I mean, they, you know, they're a solid midfield team. They're not going to finish at the end, but they're not going to finish at the top. But I think uh, with gas, ghastly, ghastly yeah. skill, yeah. I think, uh, I think he, I think he can do a lot of good things with, with that, with that car. So um, I'm excited to see him in a new dynamic this year. I think that I honestly think that this is going to springboard his career to getting in one of the top three teams. Man, I, I fucking hope so because he this is he the deserves move to it. do because Absolutely. I don't think I like part of He's me doesn't think dues. that Red Bull would ever bring him back up. I well, part of me thinks sucks. that like Red Bull is one of those teams that says you're in the top, you fucked up, that's it, dude. You 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 don't get to come back. It's like that you're was your one at all. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, especially like now because Red Bull's like winning has won the last two champions championships. Yeah, like, they need to be brought down a peg. They need to, no. <laughs> um, but it's like now that they're operating back on that top level, it's shitty. But I can understand where it's like, okay, you came in and you fucked up, and now we have to demote you to this other team. But I don't know if you're going to get another ticket to the show. You we'll know, see. Yeah, that's where right. I think they kind of did ghastly dirty is. You know, he he kind of flopped his chance, but it was also at a horrible time in his life. It was and, super, yeah. It was yeah. it was a rough and, transition, and then, rough fucking weekend for him. But then he comes yeah. back to Alphatari and he does well. I mean, he excels with. He Alphatari. beat Alex Albon in a couple of races on Alex Albon's first thing, which is a big yeah. fuck you to Red Bull. Yeah. yeah. So it it's the the skill is there. the The dude deserves a shot, and I think. Out of that Red Bull umbrella is the is his best shot to do that, and I think more teams will notice when he, they see him in another car. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent, definitely. I, th- this was the best move because I I like Gasly a lot. Yeah, I think that he dude. he and he likes he, everything he, on Instagram, so that's awesome. 
Right. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like how I, you know what? Uh, we're we are going to make an Instagram thing for the podcast, and we're going to follow him. So hopefully he'll like us. <laughs> I know, right? Ooh, yeah, <laughs> that'll be a big. So get. then we can screenshot it, and that'll that just be, be one it. of our Instagram pictures. It'll, it'll, it'll put we'll put that up with uh, us being featured on fucking Amazon podcast, which I still cannot yeah. believe that. Like that's got to be a random thing. I don't know. I don't know how Amazon works, but yeah, I we think it kind of goes off like your algorithm plus what's. <laughs> I thought you that know. too, and I got really excited <laughs> when I saw that. Hey, but it's again, I, it was featured. I, I don't, so I don't the, listen you to never podcasts know. It could on be Amazon. Featured I on only like I only like our podcast and last podcast on the left. So <laughs> I don't know if it got features like a fifty percent shot, but yeah, I don't know if your algorithm could quite figure you out. Um, like oh, this is there's yeah, a lot this is going a really on here. <laughs> yeah, it's F ones and cults and shit. No shit. <laughs> So uh, uh, let's get on to one of the teams that maybe we'll see Pierre Gasly on in the future. Let's go with Mercedes. So we got Lewis Hamilton and George Russell again. Yep. I bet and... Russell is going to want to come out swinging and just be like, I have the momentum from last season. I want to get ahead of Lewis Hamilton and stay there. So I and I really like that dynamic, too, because you see Russell learning from Lewis. Because, I mean, what's I mean, the dude's a you're great. I don't care what you have to say about him. The guy is a fucking magnificent driver. Learn so all I, you I can from him. Officially, 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 we have to call Lewis Hamilton the, the greatest F1 driver of all time. We and have he's got the most he's wins. He's tied with champions. So. so he's tied with champions with championship with Michael Schumacher. But he's beaten a lot of the records that Michael Schumacher set. So yeah. in my he mind, is, the second, unfortunately, is, the second the he goat. matched. I'm not going to say unfortunately. I, I think it's well deserved. Yeah, yeah he's I the mean, he, Let's just call he him the yeah. It's he's unfortunate the because everyone loves Michael Schumacher. Yeah. He holds but, a lot of special hey, places in a lot of people's hearts. But Lewis Hamilton is the greatest F1 driver we have seen. are meant yeah. to be broken. And I'm facts sure facts, Lewis. Yeah. Lewis's yeah, record like, will be broken in the future. Michael I, I Schumacher was the first to person to do that, to do seven world champions. And then by a, he Hamil- was the first person to get like that number by a large margin, too. Yeah. And then Hamilton shows up and go and fucking equals that. Like it's incredible. He is our he is the greatest of all time. Not even arguably. He, he not only equals that, but he equals that almost consecutively. Which yeah. is fucking insane. And, Good and lord. With, and now with like uh you know your spending caps, will those records ever be able to be broken again? They probably won't, to be honest with you. If everyone's spending the same amount of money on their fucking car, so if if they did not have the budget caps, Mercedes would not have had the season they had last season. They would have scrapped the whole car, they would have spent billions of dollars making a new one, yeah. and the second or the last two thirds of of last season, they would have totally turned it around. And Lewis Hamilton would have been the world champion again, arguably. Mm-hmm. We we could make a, a a thing to say the Max Verstappen, yeah, would money have done was no good. object, and they could just Charles Leclerc could have done better with more money too. You could yeah. say, but I think you, Lewis Hamilton. But you can won. always do better with more money. Like if you sure. had unlimited amounts of money, then Gotifi would have been the well, fucking world champion. Unlimited so. amounts of money don't help you if you if you have a shit strategy team. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. <laughs> There's always hurdles. Poor mm-hmm. shit car, but I think yeah. Lewis Hamilton is we have you have to say no matter how you feel about him, the, the he is the greatest of all time right now. He right is now, the new yeah. benchmark. 
He's he the has, new benchmark. What does he have? He has over 100 brace wins. He's got almost 300 starts, or is he at over 300 starts? Uh, I'm going to look up Lewis Hamilton's stats right now. And he's, I mean, longevity, you're always looking at uh, Alonzo. He's going to have all those records because he's so, just the oldest fuck on the goddamn course. Yeah, and he's been yeah. racing since he's like 18, so. Yeah, he'll always have the oldest driver of all time. <laughs> and I don't, I don't even... I honestly, I don't even think uh, Hamilton will will race as long as Alonzo. He's what? No, he's he's forty one. I don't think Alonzo. Yeah, Alonzo's forty one. He's got a two year contract with with Aston Martin, so that puts him into forty three years old, which mm-hmm. puts him probably at one of the oldest racers of all time, maybe. Yeah, and I think <laughs> Hamilton's. He's thirty seven. He's like thirty seven. Yes. So he's hitting his late 30s. 37, 38. Hamilton yeah. is 38. He's okay. born 85, January 7th. So he just had a birthday. Yeah. But oh, I mean, birthday. He, for a guy who's four years behind age wise of uh, um, Fernando Alonso, mm-hmm. Lewis Hamilton still has the momentum now. He yeah, does, he and, he, and he's and, not showing and, any quit. And, I mean, Fernando Alonso is not really showing any quit either. But Fernando Alonso, uh, kind of going what you were saying, does have the record for the most um, starts in F1. He just beat Kimi Raikkonen, who held the record. Uh, Fernando Alonso has contested in 355 GPs from 2001 to 22. So, Well, what's uh, Hamilton's contract, I think, is another what? two years or is he up at the end of the 2023 no i think they just did an extension well then uh, he'll he'll surpass that as long as uh well alonzo is going to keep going for another so two years right too, now so. lewis hamilton <laughs> is at 310 so he's 45 races well, which is two but, two seasons now effectively behind fernando alonzo so as long well, as he races two more seasons longer than alonzo then he'll get it well, Alonzo's about to put another two seasons up. Didn't he sign with Aston Martin for two seasons? Well, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, Lewis Hamilton now has to race two seasons past oh, whenever yeah. Alonzo retires. So he's going to yeah. have to race well into his 40s. And um, <laughs> uh, Lewis Hamilton has three, 103 wins in his career, 191 podiums. He has gotten career points as 4,405. He's had 103 poles and he's got 61 fastest laps. And that's uh top of the charts on all those categories or I don't think it's top of the charts wins I think is. I think I think wins is uh race starts no uh poles maybe. Lewis Hamilton holds the record for the most race wins at 103 which we already said. Um to date, Michael Schumacher had the previous record at 91, so he's fucking smashed that. Yeah, Jesus. he did. Yeah. And that's going to be a really hard one to break. Uh, yeah, it is. And then Lewis Hamilton holds the record for the most pole positions, having qualified first on 103 occasions, beating Michael Schumacher's record of 68. Jesus and, Christ. See, that's going to be a tough one to beat. Too. That's going to be a tough one to beat. Anthony Senna is third with 65. 
Yeah. And if we want to go With, down the list a it, little farther. It's it's like you can compare it to baseball, like when it comes to like the rule changes throughout the years. Mm-hmm. You won't see uh things like Noel and Ryan's seven no hitters. Um this is know, the, certain, like Bob Gibson's <laughs> so many no, Nolan Ryan. You don't know don't Nolan know Ryan? Jesus Dude. Christ, one of the fucking <laughs> fireball pitchers from oh anyway. Do you know Nigel Mansell is? You don't even know. It was uh, who was the guy that did acid? That was uh, oh Doc Ellis. Doc Ellis, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pitched a no hitter on no hitter fucking on acid. acid. Tripping balls. There's a fantastic documentary about him. Yeah, yeah. It's called the No No or something. Like yeah, that. No No. Yeah, fucking great. Unbelievable to happen but... in sports while on acid. <laughs> like, how did the, how did everything that just morph together and. Oh, Maybe it God. did. Maybe the acid's the key to playing good baseball. Yeah. Fuck it. You know, all, he... these, all these fucking idiots make cork and bath and taking steroids, and all you have to do is drop some acid. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. I he guess it does kind of. Barely shows up in a piss uh... test, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Just grinding your teeth and a raging boner the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel the smells. <laughs> I can taste colors. I can yeah. smell the feels. <laughs> All right, so yeah. getting back to uh, polls real quick, just so we can kind of see the breakdown, because this is really interesting. Um, Hamilton, again, is at 103. Then you got uh, Schumacher, 68. Anthony instead at 65. Vettel down at 57, and then drops dramatically. Jim Clark at 33, tied with Prost, who, if you've watched F1, you know Prost. Nigel mm-hmm. Mansell, and I'm just going to finish out the top 10, because why not? Uh, Nico Rosberg had 30. Um, Juan Manuel Fangio from Argentina. Fangio. So he's German. Is that a blue joke? <laughs> That's a little blue. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> 29. And then uh, we had uh, Mika Heikkinen, who really was like fucking going out through Schumacher for a couple of seasons. He had 26. And that mm. rounds out your top 10 for um, things. Current drivers on the, the grid that are not. Uh, well, I guess really the only current driver on the grid besides Lewis Hamilton that's on this list. Next down is in 13th place, and that is Fernando Alonso at 22. So if any driver on the list right now wants to beat um, the pole position in races <laughs> to beat Lewis Hamilton at 100-3, if Fernando Alonso's next in line in the current drivers, and he's at <laughs> fucking 22. Max Verstappen's at 20. So Jeez. he's got a long fucking way to go. Yeah. yeah. There's a Mercedes was a very dominant team for a very long time. They were very, they were a beast. But um, getting on back to, the to we, yeah, on to the next <laughs> yeah. team. Just going to say real quick, just to wrap it up. George, uh, Lewis Hamilton and George Russell have a very good synergy when it comes to racing. It's probably one of the best teammates that Lewis Hamilton's had because he had Rosberg, which was a, a, a really, um, what am I trying to say here? Turbulent, tumultuous, yeah. tumultuous turbulent uh, uh, relationship that he had. Valtteri Bottas, who was an easy number two guy, but still wanted his own ambitions. George Russell is probably one of the most team-oriented people on the fucking grid. So they're just going to dominate. George Russell's not going to pass Hamilton unless Hamilton gives him the pass or it's best for the team or whatever. So I think moving Ham- on. I think Russell's got a chance to be like, 
wants to shine a little bit. I think he could do it. I so Russell could have a shot at the world championship if Mercedes is dominant, but he's not. I don't. He's not going to be aggressive about it. He's going to fall into it. Yeah, but I don't know. Not I saw, it not like due to lack of effort. Little... Not due to I'd... lack of effort. At the end of the season, it seemed like he was a little more aggressive in pursuing Hamilton. Like, I think at the start of the season, he played it. I'm the new guy. We're a team. And then towards the end of the season, it was a little more of like, yeah, we're a team, but it's not without a fight. Like, if I'm quicker, I'm quicker. I'm quicker. I'm quicker. Yeah, I I think he's going to come into the the season doing that. So the next team that we're going to talk about is a team that's already been established for a season, kind of like the last one. This is Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz at Ferrari. I like the duo. Uh, but uh, they, they got a good team dynamic. Uh, yeah, if, both if, young. Yeah. if Carlos They're can stay young. on the track, Ferrari is going to do phenomenal. <laughs> I was going to say, they have a great team, dynamic yeah. of one guy finishes the race and the other guy gets out like first or second. Well, you, know, you know what I mean? I mean, they, they seem like they get along well and they also race competitively. And they don't hold grudges against each other. They, no, they, I, they, I feel like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's a good team and they also are going to race competitively. Uh, yeah. As long as yeah. Carlos can stay on the track, I think it's going to be a great season for Ferrari. It, it's a good team. It's a good flow. And you, you can't blame Carlos Sainz for all of the ops. You can blame for a couple, but a few of them. Yeah. I yeah, mean, not all of them. The, the one in Australia was damn dirty. You know, he got fucked. Um, the one at the Red Bull ring, he caught on fire. So, the, I mean, there's a lot of, like, things that you, you really can't blame too much on him. Uh, I think Charles Leclerc is going to fucking really kill it this season. And I know that, you know, being a Ferrari fan, it's easy for me to say that. But I honestly think you're going to have to watch out for him because he's been killing it in the practice. He never stopped from last season. And... <laughs> there has to be something said about a driver who can finish in positions that keep the team in second place when his co-driver DNF'd six times yeah. in the season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean he 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 floated that team through a lot of the season. He did. And he he had three DNFs last season, but Carlos Heinz had six. And yeah. Charlotte Claire still managed to finish up high enough in the points to keep Ferrari in second place comfortably. And give him Mercedes. second place in the driver championship. So right. So I I, I don't he, I he mean, did a fair bit of good driving. So I mean I expect to see that again next season. And hopefully uh signs will get over those uh contract extension woes. <laughs> and yeah, right. race to his full potential. Like he's a good driver. We all know that. Uh, we just yeah. need to see it happen with Ferrari on the track. That like if he can get it together this season, coupled with like a potential new strategy of Ferrari, it could be a very it could be yeah. a much more competitive season for him. Oh, I think the sh- I, I think the shakeup with the new team boss might be a good positive for Ferrari. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I, th- I think that it, like having the sewer show up is only going to make things better because he's going to be able to do the things that Matteo Benito just couldn't do. And Well, that, the... and it's just a change of pace. It, you know, it's a shakeup. 
yeah it, it might spark different... a little life into something that you know maybe was asleep for a while you know right absolutely so. and you have carlos Sainz there who you know like we said i mean he he might have dnf six seven, but he he's very consistent he's very he's a good driver he's not in ferrari by accident no. uh, not smooth operator mm-hmm. yeah he does good job does good work <laughs> And I remember, you know, two seasons ago thinking like, we better watch out for Carlos Sainz because this guy's constantly finishing in fifth place or constantly finishing in seventh place. He's just a good driver. Yeah. And is. I remember thinking that when he left Toro Rosso and they're like, he's like, I'm out of here. It's like, where the fuck are you going to go? Like, you got that much of a standout driver. And... I'm going to go to Ferrari. <laughs> yeah. Where, yeah, where'd he go after that? He went, to, he went to Renault and then McLaren and then Ferrari. Was that yeah, how something was... like that. Yeah. How it tricked. Yeah. He's someone we'll have to do a, a he, small deep he, dive on. He future. paid his dues. He worked his yeah. way up. Mm-hmm. Look at him now. Yeah. Good guy. And good he's guy. super Real humble too, because like forever he had um a golf. A, a golf. I think it was a GTI. It wasn't even a golf R. Like he just enjoyed having a golf. Um and he has a Ferrari now because he I'll worked for a Ferrari. He finally <laughs> got a Ferrari. And for and the funniest part about that is Ferrari is pressuring him into taking a Ferrari. He's like, I don't want. I, I'm happy with my Golf. I can park it in my hometown. You know, yeah, I can drive this. Yeah, regular. I can. This is okay to drive everywhere. No one's looking at me in this Golf. Yeah, and I can say, he, being a Golf owner, they're damn comfortable. I do like that car. They do seem fun to drive. They I'll are pretty. That. Cool. They look like they're pretty fun. <laughs> Let's get on to the last team we have to talk about. That's Max Verstappen. Hey, Red Bull. Red Bull. Tyler just went from six to midnight. Yep, he's <laughs> fingering that fucking pinky toe hard right now. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm excited to see. Hands up, hands up. Where are your hands? Okay, there you go. Um, so I make yeah, they're I think they make good teammates. Um, Carlos signs very much good. Um, sorry, not Carlos Science or Gio Perez. Very much Jesus good, Christ. Very much good stuff. Um, you know, good like defensive driver. He does that yeah. uh, pretty good job. We saw in like the twenty twenty one campaign. Um, yeah, he, with like, he's a, a great thorn in the side for anyone of trying to yeah, advance anybody, up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's very consistent. Um, I think so. The relationship is good for a while. I could see it getting a little strained. Like I bet he mm-hmm. wants his spot in this like time in the spotlight. And right. I can totally understand that. He doesn't want to finish formula one with just one win. Yeah. Yeah. At um, Monaco though, that is like a diamond wind. I guess yeah, he I had two wins. Second, that was the second, yeah, win, second yeah. win at Monaco. Oh, I forgot about okay. Monaco. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. he won at uh racing point. That's what got him the contract at Red Bull in the first place. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that'd be interesting to see. Um, but I'm sure there's a lot of pressure on Sergio Perez this year, knowing that like Danny Ricardo's back as a reserve driver, knowing like yeah. if you're gonna keep if you fuck up and you go against what we want to do, Danny Rick will take your spot or Yuki Sonoda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got a a, a race ready driver in Danny Rick. So yeah, I, I think that might put a little maybe a little spark in the ass of these guys to push a little harder but i mean they've already i mean they won the the team cup <laughs> and they got a driver championship too so red bull's on fire right now 
I, I don't they see are. him slowing down though either. No, I, they're they are not slowing down. Um, Sergio Perez, great driver. He's like so we are. We've already said this, but he's a really good number two guy. So it, and it kind of plays into points that are have already been made. He's a great defender. He's great at tire management. He's great at fuel management. He he is probably the best wall, quote unquote wall, yeah, in the entire grid right now. Like what he. 2021 when he held up was it lewis hamilton for like so many laps yeah it was was in dubai it was was unbelievable so good he he's just he's really good and it's almost like a bait and switch where you know he knows where he he knows where to drive slow to get you hungry for a pass and then knows where to kick it up to make that pass impossible and that is a very rare talent and he has it in strides. So he's a great, he, he I mean, <clears throat> I don't want to limit him because he yeah. could be a world champion. I'll say, I, but he, Perez if he never, if he never I... gets world champion, he will be in my book, one of the top number two guys ever, which is good. That's not, there's nothing bad about being number two guy. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's no. almost harder to be a good number two guy than a, than a world championship. Well, yeah, or, you got to yeah, show restraint. Like, you got to be, you know, you got to be very calm, cool, collect to be a number two guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got to yeah. be. Yeah, but that's not so. what. None of those guys are out there racing to be number two guys. They want to be mm. number one. Exactly. You know, that's oh, driver course, mentality. Got them to be like one of first. twenty people that race in F one in a given season. Maybe should um, be twenty two. Yeah, that'd be good. Um. So yeah, I know I'm excited to see what the dynamic is between the two of them. I could see it getting a little more competitive as time it goes on. Right. Yeah. Um but we'll know when we we'll know at the start of the season, I guess. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Both, so, both drivers have the skill. So right. And uh that's gonna wrap it up, I think, us for here at the uh, tire purpose podcast. So yeah, that was a pretty in-depth episode for not none of us came in with any kind of research or anything this is hard you know this is a uh, winged episode and actually ended up being one of our longer ones if i yeah i I, I, mean you know it's pretty depth you know to yeah of all so i was gonna say something (laughs) that i said like i don't know like ten thousand times in this fucking podcast i just decided i was gonna say it again but you know I, i the lack of research is not due to low effort or wanting to do research on the podcast it's based on like 99.8% on the fact that we all have day jobs and we all are busy so yeah that, that's one of my favorite things about this podcast though too is it's very willy-nilly at times yeah yeah <laughs> we just we, we make hey can we throw this together let's do it yeah, we got nothing. Let's give her a go. And but it's also we, off season, man. We're putting shit out. We're still we're giving you content. Yeah, there's, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> there's not a lot going on right now. Um, right. But we're getting there. We are we're getting, getting closer. But and like said, uh, we're we, we took it to... not a lot going on into a right. deep yeah. episode. Well, we'll have plenty to talk about coming out, up soon. You know, uh, right around the corner, we're gonna have a lot of car reveals. So we'll talk about that. We'll do. Um, like yeah, we did testing. last uh, season, uh, beginning last season, we'll make fun of the names and of all the cars because those are going to be fucking hilarious. Um, yeah. Yeah. Badass, too. Uh, 
And uh, then we'll get back into the races. The the off season is is a bleak time, but it's very short, which we love. Yeah, we're I think so, we're six yeah. weeks out from the first race. Yeah, uh, just about weeks. yeah, about mm-hmm. thirty eight days, something like that. Yeah, and you best believe we're going to be talking about some preseason testing. So we're yep. even less certainly. We got mm-hmm. we got some things happening very soon. Yes, we get to talk about. It. We'll have some meat in the episodes finally. Some so girth. Girth. Some, some girth some girth <laughs> yeah well with that i think we're gonna close it out fellas um really appreciate everyone listening to us this week on the tire preference podcast i have been jake along with tyler hey and dave yo and uh we're all just gonna say thank you for listening thank you for staying with us in the off season i know it's hard i know these episodes are not race breakdowns and uh they're a little slower pace sometimes but hey we're happy listening and uh, all just the same. So I'm going to go yeah, ahead like and so. say keep within track limits. I'm going to say uh, fuck the track limits and uh, just hammer the gas and go wherever the car takes you. Every time. Yeah, hit those breaking points, folks. Every yeah, once yeah. in a while. Hammer the gas, then hit your breaking points. Then stay within <laughs> track limits. Yes. That, that really should be the, <laughs> the fucking order we do this in because it is really <laughs> you you hit the gas as hard as you can hit them breaking points and then while you're doing that make sure you're staying within track limits we've yeah. oh that's just how have we not picked up on that well it's gonna episodes? happen from now on so it'll be tyler dave jake so yeah. <laughs> when i when i when i end the podcast that that's the order we'll go in but, perfect yeah, so uh yeah, this has been the tire break. You can find us on um social media. You can look us up on YouTube at the Tire Preference Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Preference Pod, I think is the Twitter handle. I believe at so. Preference Pod. Um you can find me if you want to follow me on, on Instagram, which you totally can do. I am the Red Kennedy 45. You can find me on Twitter at the Red Kennedy. You can find Tyler on Instagram at t.k.66. Um, that's it. That's just that's the handle. That's the so, handle. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> Dave, where can we find you at? Maximum underscore Dave at the Instagrams and featuring next Friday at the Instagrams. Right. And if you're pages. and if you're new to this, uh, the featuring next Friday is the adventures of Dave and his wife uh, on their travels because they are nomadic. So. They uh, travel around the country and they post stuff about that. So it's a lot of fun. We love that. Yes. Good times around the world. Good times. Yeah. And, uh, okay. What was, what was that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, I feel like it's around the game... world, pretty much in the country. So, yeah. And it's in the, the continental United States. Yeah. Until you can, like, <laughs> they don't got a, a fucking boat. Like, so if it takes a, a boat to get there, they're not going. Yeah. They're not going to be fucking camping on the, you know, being uh, uh, KOA managers in the fucking Serengeti. <laughs> so, <laughs> although I would um, jump on that job in heartbeat. Right, right. Anyway. That would be pretty fucking. What does so, KOA stand for? Also, Campgrounds of America. That's yeah. what I thought. But camp with a K instead of a, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. Illiteracy. Well, COP was already, you know. Or COA was already done by the chiropractic. <laughs> <over. laughs> Don't call me on that. 
Anyway, um, if you want to, if you like video game content that's just silly and, you know, fun to watch, you can check Dave and I's adventures out at uh, Schnickel Fritz, which is linked. Schnickel Fritz. You can try and spell it. The, the, the ones are eyes. It's incredibly difficult to Just do. go to the YouTube page, find the link. Just go to the, yeah, go to the Tire Preference Podcast YouTube page, and there's a link to um, that Schnuckle Fritz page, and you guys can watch us do silly shit on video games. Full of fun. Right. And, uh, yeah, so thanks again, you guys. Thanks again for listening. Yeah, thanks. We'll talk to you guys next week. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Love ya. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Oh shit, hit the wrong button. No. <laughs> Don't leave meeting. Oh that fuck. stays that stays in. <laughs> <laughs>